You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Hope you are doing well on Open Forum Wednesday and we, uh, you know, talk about what we talked about yesterday a little bit, and it just appears there's a lot of animosity. There's a lot of disgust. There's a lot of uh, distrust among the baseball players in Major League Baseball as it relates to the owners. And I, I just don't know how this thing's going to get fixed uh, anytime soon. One Major League player said, quote, they need to stop treating us like we're idiots. That says a lot, doesn't it? You know, that says a lot right there. All right, a couple of programming notes. So tomorrow, 3 o'clock, right here on Listen App. And then when I'm done with this show tomorrow, I'm going to switch over to No Filter Network at 4.30 Pacific. And I'm going to do my podcast at 4.30 Pacific on No Filter Network. You can join me. All right, it's awesome. It's just like this, except for it's on the Internet and we can see each other. So at 4.30, if you want to watch me do my podcast live and join me, interactive, you can do so by logging on to nofilter.net. It's free, doesn't cost you anything, and uh, we might be able to have some fun. So that's tomorrow at 4.30 Pacific, shortly thereafter I get, or shortly after I get off here uh, doing Listen App, all right? And then if you're really got nothing else to do, and you want an overload of Grant Napier, which I don't know why the hell you would, but, you know, everybody's entitled to their misery. I will be on at 2 o'clock Pacific with Sean Salisbury, also on No Filter Network. So 2 o'clock with Sean Salisbury, then right here on Listen App at 3 o'clock, and then at 4.30 Pacific, back on No Filter to do my podcast. All right? So if you can join me tomorrow at 4.30, and it's very similar to what we have here. Now, it's like a knock button. It's very similar to here, kind of like the hand. You hit that. I know that you want to come on with me. I can put you up on the screen with me, and we can have fun. I can put on a couple of people. You know, it just doesn't have to be me and you. It can be, you know, me and, you know, four or five of you or six of you. And we can have a roundtable discussion on anything you want. So that's going to be tomorrow at uh, 4.30 Pacific. Would love it if you could join me. It would be a lot of fun. All right. Be a lot of fun. No show on Friday. So I'm going overload tomorrow. All right. We won't have a show on Friday and I'll resume uh, right here on Monday. You know, the routine on this open forum Wednesday, if you want to join me, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand and uh, would love to be able to get you on. All right. That's what we want to do today on this open forum Wednesday. You can talk about whatever you want. All right. We got a lot of stuff going on in the world, obviously. And 
you know, if you want to go in that direction, uh, I'm fine. You know, I'm absolutely fl- uh, fine with that. You know, the uh, NFL Combine is going on in Indianapolis. And the about the only thing that's really interesting to me as it relates to the Combine, you know, when you hear the coaches talk, like, for instance, Pete Carroll, you know, Seattle Seahawks coach said no intention of trading Wilson. Then you have Lovey Smith, you know, coming out and talking about uh, Deshaun Watson. You know, so you have things that really don't necessarily have to do with what's going on, you know, at the combine. Then you have Matt LaFleur said that he understands that Aaron Rodgers got a lot going on. He said, quote, I told him I don't want to be overbearing and tell him every day how much we love him and how much we want him back. So you just want to be respectful of his space and allow him to think through everything clearly without being annoying, I guess. <laughs> That's, I mean, what else are you going to do, right? Seriously. What else are you going to do? I mean, if you're Matt LaFleur, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to make his decision probably without anything to do with you. I mean, he obviously likes you, but I mean... I, I think Aaron was on the Pat McAfee show last week on Sirius XM radio and said he had a couple of, well, let me quote him exactly quote, a few more things to uh, contemplate, but it won't be long before he decides whether to play in 2022. And if so, if it's for the Packers, all right. LaFleur went on and said, you always want to be respectful. I know it's a lot to take on. He's got a lot to think about. And certainly, I'm making sure that I'm consistently communicating with him, but also want to be respectful of his time and the process that he has to go through. So, I mean, you know, that that's what you get at the Combine. You know, you don't really get anything that's earth-shattering, I guess, you know? You know, I, I was a little surprised by Lovey Smith's comments as it relates to uh, Deshaun Watson, I'll read him. Uh, the new head coach, Levy Smith, said this. I know Deshaun is an excellent football player. Excellent football players need to be playing somewhere in the NFL. Hopefully, that will happen. And if it's not with us, it's somewhere else, and I'm sure. And I see in this situation, both of us eventually are going to benefit from the situation, and I just can't wait for that to speed up a little bit. Not so quickly. Not so quickly. Miami also had some news today. The Dolphins, general manager Chris Greer, because there were a lot of rumors last year about the Dolphins making a trade to acquire Deshaun Watson. You got Mike McDaniel, the new head coach who comes over from San Francisco, And Greer said this, quote, Mike and his staff have put in a lot of work and studied a lot of Tua, and they feel good about his developmental upside and what he can be and how he fits in the offense. I think we're good with Tua. When asked whether he believed Tua could become elite, Greer responded, I can't say he can't be. Huh. Now. It was, what was it, about four or five weeks ago, maybe a little less, that Rusty Harden 
who represents Deshaun Watson, all right, said in court that the district attorney will likely decide by April 1st whether Watson will be charged criminally. Now, if he's not charged criminally, then obviously everything's civil. Does the NFL then step in and do anything? Right? I, I It's very interesting. Watson still wants out. All right? Smith said, Levy Smith said, the Texans are hoping for a prompt resolution. And then he went on and said, but I'm also a patient man too. And time normally takes care of everything. We understand this is year two. And I know Deshaun wants to play. And it will come to a head. I have faith in that. We just have to give it a little time. And hopefully everybody will be happy with it. I'm sure that will be the case. Well, again, you have to wait and see whether he will be charged criminally. If he's charged criminally, then that changes everything. That changes everything. Right? I guess we'll just, as, as Levy said, time will tell. So those are the things that you get out of the uh, scouting combine. I, I think what's going on on the field, I don't care about any of that. I really don't. Uh, then there's Josh McDaniels, the new head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And it's going to be very interesting to see how Derek Carr, who's entering the final year, of his five-year deal, okay? So I think it was earlier this morning, Josh McDaniels acknowledged that no talks have taken place in terms of an extension, quote, but that doesn't mean that's not going to change. We are aware of where we're at on that in that process. Well, obviously you're aware of it. I mean, that's not an earth-shattering news, is it? Um, uh, do you think Derek Carr is going to get a deal, an extension, before the season? Or are the Raiders going to wait? McDaniel said, quote, I've met and spoken to Derek a number of times now, just trying to begin our relationship. I think it's a really important one. The head coach, the play caller, the quarterback, getting to know one another as people. Kind of how we think, how we work. The footballer of that will come later, or the football part of that will come later, which I think is also an important part of the puzzle. Now, the Raiders have three choices starting with the 2022 season. All right? I'm reading this off ESPN.com, and I'm going to read it verbatim. They can simply guarantee the 19.8 plus million remaining on his deal and see if he would honor the final year of the contract with the potential of a bigger payday or 35 million or so franchise tag on the other end. Number two, they could sign him to an extension before seeing if Carr and McDaniels truly mesh, basically sight unseen. Three, entertain trade offers and store fresh. McDaniel said this of Carr, quote, I'm really happy with the opportunity that I've had to get to know him. He's there in Nevada. He stays there in Nevada. So we're aware of where things are. And again, as I said, when I was introduced as coach, 
I'm really looking forward to working with him. He's won a lot of games. I feel good about what we can do with Derek as our quarterback. What do you think? You think Derek Carr is going to get a deal before this season starts? I don't. I don't. What do you think? What about the Niners? You think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be traded in the next month before the NFL draft? I do. Now, he's going to have surgery on the shoulder, but he should be fine by the summer. 49ers have acknowledged that they have had teams interested in Garoppolo. Obviously, that's not a surprise, right? I, I'm i telling you right now, I, I really think that if Trey Lance is the starting quarterback for the 49ers in September, I don't believe they're going to make the playoffs. I'm going to make that prediction right now. I made it yesterday. I'm going to say it again. Um, boy, here's what Lynch said, all right? Quote, a lot of people need or want quarterbacks right now, and he's obviously a guy they'd look at. So, yes, we have listened, but he's part of us, and he's going to work diligently to get back from this surgery. I haven't even talked to Jimmy yet, but it sounds like that's the decision right now to go ahead and have that. What do you mean you haven't talked to him? How would the general manager not talk to the quarterback? I don't quite understand that. Now, you might ask, why is he having it now? Why didn't he have it right after the loss to the Rams? That's because, according to Lynch, several doctors suggested rest and rehab to see if that would take care of the problem. It did not. So then Garoppolo decided to move ahead and have surgery. Now, the new league opens March 16th. So what does that mean? All right. The 49ers hope that they can get something done before then because it would bring the Niners about $25 million in salary cap relief. Now, will the surgery have an impact on all of this? I don't know. You know, I guess that's up for the general managers of other teams and the surgeons and the doctors to go over. Garoppolo, by the way, has got a $7.5 million injury guarantee. I mean, the Niners would have to cover that if, if they don't trade him and they opt to release him, but that's not going to happen. All right? So John Lynch said this, there's always plan A, plan B, and plan C. We plan for all of that accordingly. Jimmy is a big part of what we've done. And like I said, he's still a part of us. And until that changes, we feel blessed that he is. Right now, when we're talking about a shoulder, I'm worried about that for the Niners and for Jimmy. As far as anything else, we have had some discussions with teams and will continue to. Something else I wanted to talk about. With Troy Aikman leaving as the number one analyst to go to ESPN, Fox is talking about having Greg Olson as the leading contender. Now, I'm nothing against Greg Olson. I don't think he's ready for that chair. I, I just don't. I, I, I think that's a huge drop-off from Troy Aikman to Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson will be good 
and very good, but I don't think he's there yet. Uh, that that surprises me a little bit. You know, uh, that I got to be honest with you, that's a big, that's a big difference. Greg Olson from Troy Aikman, a little surprised by that. Now, could it change? Yeah, it could change. But I, you know, again, you got Sean McVay said he's staying in L.A. because they were thinking about him. What about Sean Payton? Right. He wants to perhaps get in there. Drew Brees, who is on NBC, is nowhere near ready for a lead analyst job. I mean, he proved that this year in the uh, first round of the playoffs. Not not happening. So I, I don't know if Fox Sports really believes that Greg Olson is the number one guy. Like, I, I don't – he's not to me. He's not to me. Then the other issue is what about Joe Buck? And if Joe Buck leaves, does that mean Kevin Burkhart moves up to the top spot? He's number two right now, right? Now, Burkhart and Olsen have already worked together. And I, I got to believe Joe Buck's staying at Fox. I, I can't imagine ESPN being able to come with that kind of money. You're going to pay two analysts, you know, a total of $2 million a game? I mean, how stupid is that? So a lot to talk about. Mike Pereira, by the way, the NFL on Fox, he's going to join me next week, probably next Friday. I'll ask him about Troy Aikman and Joe Buck uh, working at Fox. We'll do that coming up uh, next Friday. All right, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right on with me. NBA tonight, a busy night, including the Kings in New Orleans. And if you are a Kings fan, you want the Kings to lose. You have Charlotte at Cleveland. Indiana is in Orlando. Philly hosts New York. Utah travels to Houston. Good game in Milwaukee tonight with the Heat and the Bucks. Oklahoma City is in Denver. Portland is at Phoenix. The reason why I say if you're a Kings fan, you want them to lose is they're not gonna they're not gonna be in the tenth spot. So if they lose tonight. That would put them at 41 losses, only one less loss than Indiana and one less than Oklahoma City. So if you win tonight, and that puts you at 24 and 40, all you're doing is you're making it less likely that you're going to have one of the top four picks in the draft. Detroit, Orlando, and Houston have that pretty much locked. They're the worst three teams, 47 and 47 for Detroit and Orlando in the loss column, 46 for Houston. So those are your three teams that are going to have the best chance. Now, there would be a fourth team in there that also would have a 25% chance of getting the number one pick. It would either be Indiana, Oklahoma City, or Sacramento. I mean, you've gone this far. You've played 63 games. you got 19 games left. Why blow it now? Why start winning games? You know, move up and pass a couple of teams. And then instead of having the third pick in the draft, you have the 10th pick in the draft. Like, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want that. Again, the Kings are in New Orleans tonight, 25 and 36. Sacramento's 23 and 40. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but gee, if you win, you were three games back. Let me tell you something. Three games back with 18 games left, 
and you have two other teams in front of you, that's a lot. That's not just a little. That's a lot. And then the Kings play San Antonio, and the Spurs are 24 and 38. So, you know, again, if you're looking at this, if you're looking at the big picture and you're looking at realistic or reality, if you're looking at what is the best thing for the Kings, it's pretty simple. Lose games. That's the best thing. Don't blow it now and start winning all of a sudden, right? I mean, we're in March for crying out loud. Don't go so, don't play the way you did in, you know, October, November, December, January, February. Now all of a sudden decide you're going to start playing better in March. Uh Uh-uh. Doesn't do you any good. Now, I know the players don't care. They're going to go out and try to play and try to win. But I'm just saying from a fan's perspective, to me, it's pretty simple. You want to lose these games. You want to lose these games. Elsewhere, as I said in the NBA tonight, you got Indiana at Orlando, Charlotte, and Cleveland. Uh, you know, again, I think the best game on the card is Miami and Milwaukee. That should be a really fun game. You got the Heat, number one in the East. They got a two-game cushion, and they have the tiebreaker over Chicago. So they got a great chance of being the number one seed, and the Bucks are in there at number four with 25 losses. This is a big game tonight. Very big game. Because after tonight, Miami goes to Brooklyn tomorrow, and it looks like Kevin Durant is going to play in that game against the Heat. So he's not on the injury report, which means he should be able to play. Meanwhile, the Pelicans have come out and said Zion Williamson's fractured foot shows signs of improved bone healing. Well, you would hope so. What the hell's he been doing? Jumping rope? Like, I I would be able to figure that out on my own. If it's not showing signs of improved bone healing by now, then you got some major, major, major problems. So I'm not really sure that that's anything that I needed to hear. In the West, Phoenix, they're going to be the number one seed. There's a race for the number two seed with Golden State, Memphis, and Utah. Well, how about Memphis, huh? How about John Morant? How good is he? Wow. Guy's a superstar already. I mean, he's big freaking time. He really is. That's what you were hoping De'Aaron Fox was going to become. Didn't happen. All right, hey, give me a shout. Hit your hand icon. All right, come on. Let's talk. It's an open forum Wednesday. We can talk about anything. All right? I want to hear from you. It's your turn. Tomorrow, 3 o'clock, then an hour and a half later at 4.30, I'll be doing my show on No Filter Network. I really hope you can join me on that. Anything else going on in the world of sports that I'm missing? You tell me, all right? I want to do it. I want to do it, all right? I want to have some interaction here. Uh, Tiger Woods, if you're keeping score at home, won the Tour's inaugural Player Impact Program bonus. It's a player's popularity based on a set of criteria. What does that mean? He collected an $8 million top prize. How about that for you? Huh? Yeah, the tour's really hurting for money, huh, Phil Mickelson? Mm. By the way, speaking of Phil and the PGA Tour screwing over the players and being a dictatorship, Phil was second and will get a check for $6 million. Boy, I really feel sorry for these guys. Really feel sorry. 
Unbelievable, isn't it? Seriously. Really is the money that is out there. Jerry, you're on with Grant. How are you today, Jerry? Good, Grant. How are you, sir? Good, thank you. Hey, uh, what do you think the chances of the whole baseball season being canceled this year? Highly unlikely. Okay. Um, so, uh, so out of all these days that they were meeting for hours and hours, and it came down and uh, they rejected what baseball wanted to uh, do. Uh, so, how do you think that makes the commissioner of baseball? I mean, do you think this is going to affect his legacy? Yes, I, I, I and, and I'm going to let you go, Jerry, because I can't hear you very well. All right. Um, so thank you for the call. I'm going to answer the question this way. You asked me, do I think that baseball could be out all year? I don't. I mean, I, I think both the owners and the players realize that would be suicidal. And there's really no reason to do that. There, It just, it would kill the sport. I mean, it really would. It just would. There's no reason for baseball not at some point to be able to figure this out. I would be shocked, and I really mean that. I'd be shocked, Jerry, if baseball is not played at some point during this season. I, I, I just I can't believe Rob Manfred would be stupid enough, and I really mean that, to jeopardize the entire season and the owners too i just don't understand that i mean there are a lot of things that we talk about i don't see that being one of them i really don't thanks jerry hey if you want to come on just hit your hand icon raise your hand and we'll do it right here on listen app got college basketball next week is championship week and that means we're close to Selection Sunday, which means we're close to the NCAA tournament. And that is a lot of fun. So we're going to be talking about that uh, as well right here on Listen App. Again, join me tomorrow at 4.30 over on No Filter. Would love, love to have you uh, interact with me on No Filter Network. That would be great. So really, uh, I'll tell you, I've had a lot of fun doing that especially the shows that I've done uh, with Sean Salisbury. You know, I've done some shows with Will Clark. I've done some shows with Brian Urlacher, uh, Chris Rose. I've done shows with Tony Bruno, uh, a couple of others, and I've had a lot of fun. I really enjoy the platform. I enjoy it a lot. I really do enjoy No Filter Network. I've, if you haven't checked it out, tomorrow would be a good opportunity to do so. Uh, at 4.30 uh, Pacific. All right. Again, want to hear from you. Hit that hand icon. Come on with me. Don't forget tomorrow, 3 o'clock, no show on Friday, and then we'll pick it up again on Monday. Nothing really going on at the Combine other than the quotes that I've read. You know, if you're a 49ers fan, you're hoping that Garoppolo, I think it's dealt for, you know, a good draft pick because I think most 49er fans would like to see that. I still do not see the Raiders giving Carr a new deal before the start of the season. Could be wrong there. Could be wrong. But that just 
surprises. That would surprise me. I think that they want to see McDaniels and how he works with Carr and whether he can get Carr really to that next level, to the next level. John, how are you today? I'm doing all right, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? Okay, I missed a little bit of what we were saying. What are you doing tomorrow on nofilter.net? I'm doing my podcast live so that if people want to interact with me, they can come on with me, uh, and I'm doing it at 4.30 Pacific. So normally my my podcast is in audio format. Tomorrow I'm doing it on a video format. I will also convert it to audio so that it will also be on my podcast platform on Friday. So if people don't join me tomorrow on No Filter Network, then I'll take it. It's called an MP4, not to get too complicated, and I'll switch it into an MP3, which is video to audio, and I'll still put it out on my uh, podcast platform. That is freaking awesome, Grant. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, you are revolutionizing the podcast industry, man. This is going to be great. Well, I don't know about that. I'm. I, I don't think I'm revolutionizing it. I think I'm just getting on with the game. I'm kind of. I'm kind of waking up, buddy. I'm trying to kind of get on. I'm trying to get with the flow. Is what I'm trying to do. You call it waking up. I call it revolutionizing. But whatever it is, <laughs> I love it. It'll be bitching. That'll be great, Grant. I freaking can't wait, man. Right on. Well, I got it. Hey, hey, John, I got some big plans coming up in the future. I can't share right now, but I'm working on a couple of things. And like, I think I'm going to be able to hit this thing out of the ballpark. So like what I'm doing right now is kind of like, um, uh, you know, it would be the equivalent of a manager raising up four fingers and I'm they're They're letting me go to first for free. Pretty soon they're going to be sending me to third for free. And then I'm going to be coming home on a regular basis. That's what I'm going to be doing on my podcast and everything else. We're going to be hitting home runs every single day. I can't wait, Grant. That's going to be great, man. You got the freaking green light, green light, to turn third and head home, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Hey, John, you have a good night, buddy. You take care of yourself. So did you say that's tomorrow at 4.30 Pacific? Yep, 4.30 Pacific. You just go to nofilter.net or I'll put the link out on my Twitter page, you know, during the day. So you can click on that as well. But it's a fun, interactive. uh, And then, you know, it's very simple. It's kind of like this. You come on, you hit the hand icon. It's the same thing you hit. It's called the knock button. You hit the knock button. I see that you want to come on with me. I hit the button and you're on the the Internet with me and I can see your your beautiful face, John. I'll be able to uh, John, if you come on with me tomorrow, you know. Don't wear your helmet on this, okay? I don't want the helmet on. You know, I don't even own a helmet except for my freaking motorcycle. <laughs> I don't even have a motorcycle anymore. I just have a claw. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. All right see you. That's good stuff right there. Oh, my gosh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Uh, always love hearing from John. That's really good stuff. All right. We are going to move along to some other phone calls here on this busy Wednesday with uh, Alfred. Hello, Al. Hey, Nate. Well, let me get this straight there because I listen to you and Sean on No Filter all the time. So if you're doing, if you don't like that on No Filter, you're usually, if you're doing, if you don't do it like that on your Spotify podcast, which I also listen to, you're either interviewing somebody or you're just covering right. a topic and it's just you. So is this going to be now if you're covering a topic or let's say you got Jack Blood's coming on maybe in a few weeks or a right. couple of days. If you've got blood on the phone and you're interviewing him, I could hop on there and get in a on a conversation if if we were doing it on no filter yes you could absolutely that's correct um i'm not doing this every podcast i'm just trying it out uh tomorrow because i'm trying to introduce it to uh others like you are already familiar with it but you know it's just a new way of doing the podcast because i've been receiving a lot of messages via social media and on other like emails and stuff and people are like grant is there any way you can do your podcast live well on no filter network i can do the podcast live and people can get involved by coming on with me similarly the way you come on right now on listen app but this is audio no filter is video so you know we're going to try it tomorrow and check it out and then what i'm going to do for the people that do not get a chance to join me live tomorrow, I will then convert. I, first of all, I'm going to put the show on YouTube, so it will be on my YouTube channel when I'm done. And then I will also put the audio version on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. Well, you know me, Nate, when it comes to technology, but I have managed to circumnavigate. I got my phone. It went away, but I figured out. But you know what's <laughs> funny? The no-filter thing, when I first got you on, I almost fell off the chair because, you know, it was just – I don't. I never did like serious or any of the like Howard Stern or any of that stuff. So I never did that because I just like you sure. were about to report saver. And when you st and Sean started f bombing and dropping yep. that, it was just hilarious. I just was laughing because I just like it's just refreshing to see you can let loose. And yep. Sean, Sean can let loose because he's oh, had boy. his share of challenges in his life, and you know, and so it's so refreshing to, to hear that and then jerry i missed the show yesterday but i hope he doesn't mind if i get a t-shirt made up for his uh statement you know f baseball and f the owners because you know jerry kind of yep. summed it up like nobody's business i think we should all get some t-shirts yeah we'll give jerry the you know credit the royalties <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly well good news good good stuff man i just uh well, you know, hey, Al, you know, Eric Burns, uh, the former baseball player, former MLB network personality, and one other individual started No Filter Network, and they put a lot into it, and it's really starting to grow. I think it's going to be a phenomenal platform. I love doing the show with Sean Salisbury, but again, it's called No Filter for a reason, and it's No Filter. I mean, you can say whatever you want. You can use whatever language you want. You don't have to worry about what you say. That's the premise of it, No Filter Network. And you know what, man? Amen to that. Because I'm telling you, I, I, you know, my mom will tell you. My former, my late mom will tell you, you're gonna, you better not. If you're trying to woke Al, if you're trying to get Al woke, forget it. Especially if it was a school <laughs> night, school day, or morning. This you ain't gonna get me woke. And I just tired of woke. I want to hear refreshing, candid, you know, honest opinions. Yep. 
Yep. And that, you know, and so I, I just love it. So yeah, keep up the great work and I'll just be well, there. And I appreciate your support. Oh yeah. All the time, man. I'll be there and I'll be listening. I listen to you and Sean all the time. I love Sean. He's got a, he's great, a, isn't he? You know, but you, he even said that I said this to you before, how you work with your partners and how you, he said, you know, thanks for teeing up because you just you melt all that information out of she played the game and you know how to how to get your partners, how to how to how to get the best out of your partners and you always work to develop whoever you're working with. Well, you know, to me, uh, it, I acknowledge that when I do that show with Sean, he's the star of the show and I'm I, I'm not going to try to be Sean Salisbury. I'm going to try to be Grant Napier and I'm I respect Sean and love Sean's ability and how good he is and so i enjoy setting him up i enjoy leading him into areas and you know what else sean and i never talk before we go on a matter of wow. fact a lot of times sean logs on i'm not exaggerating 30 seconds before the show starts and i go man how you doing he goes good how are you i go good i go you ready he goes yep and literally we don't he has no idea what i'm going to say and what I'm going to lead him into. We don't, we don't ever talk about it. I, he goes with the flow. Everything is ad lib. You know, it's, you're being modest because I'll tell you, you know, you're being very modest and then you've always been that way, but you know what? Your skill set. I've seen guys trying to just could, just could not develop that kind of chemistry or just could not conduct a basic interview. You're just slapping yourself in the head. Oh, how could you answer that question? Now get away from the cookie cutter nonsense. Let's get to the gist of things, you know? So you, you definitely deserve credit. It works both ways. So well, I, pre I appreciate that. You know, to me, oh, yeah. it's all about the, the audience. It, it's not about me. It's, and even Sean would tell you that it's about the people that, you know, watch, and I, I'm just grateful for the support. I have fun doing it and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, and I hope people keep calling because I like to yep. listen to the, the callers like Jeff or, or Brian or, or yep. Zach or those guys out there. Or Forrest, my, the other ranch fan in Northern California. So, you know, keep up the good work, buddy. Take care. Have a good night, man. All right, you too. Good stuff right there from Al. If you want to come on the show and be next again, all you need to do is hit that hand icon. And I will put you right on this Wednesday edition, the open form Wednesday. And uh, we'll do it all over again tomorrow at three. For those of you that may have just joined me again at 430 tomorrow, 430 Pacific, I will be on No Filter Network uh, doing my podcast. And I am really looking forward uh, to that. And I'm really hoping that a lot of you that listen here can join me over there. Nico, how are you today, sir? I'm good, Grant. How about yourself, man? I'm doing well, man. I have no complaints. That's right, man. Likewise. Same here, man. Same here. All right. So the uh, reason why I'm calling, man, it's kind of more uh, for the listeners, uh, you know, the Sacramento people and uh, surrounding areas. I just wanted to share something I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, looks like uh, March 19th will be the official last uh, hoorah at Arco Arena, apparently. Wow. And it sounds like they are going to start a six-month demo project on that site. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I know, like you, Grant, I mean, yeah. definitely bittersweet, man. Definitely a bittersweet. Oh. Uh, no question. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you that that's, you know, I announced the first ever game in that building. And some of the memories that we had in that building, I mean, some of the best memories of my life. So I didn't know that. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. I was not aware of that. 
Yeah, I just caught that today, man. So yeah, I wanted to share that, you know, with you and again with the listeners, man. If uh, you know, people want to, you know, get out and you can make it, you know, for yep. the last time we get to see Arco and. Yeah, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite memory of Arco? Like, is there one that stands out above the rest? You know what, Grant? Uh, to be completely honest, as far as games are concerned, um, hmm, not one that stands out off the top of my head. Um, I do have one where I was, uh, I was able to take a. So I was able to. You know what? I I take that back. I don't remember exactly what year and game it was. But it was towards the end of Kobe's, uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, career, rest his soul. Right. And uh, one of my childhood buddies, you know, he's a he's a Laker fan, grew up a Laker fan, and I'm, uh, you know, obviously I'm a Kings fan. And uh, a family friend of mine came up on a bunch of tickets to his workplace. He used to always get like, you know, a bunch of group tickets, and he'd always hit me up, hey, you know, are you busy? Come to the game. Come to the game. He never had to twist my arm. You know, I was, <laughs> I always made sure I could go. Uh, but he had, you know, a few extras. And this was like, like I said, towards that, that last year or two of Kobe's career. Sure. It was pretty special being able to take one of my real good uh, childhood friends. Oh, yeah. You know, to go see Kobe on his way out, man. Because that was the last time I had seen him in person as well. But, I mean, besides all the glory years and the back and forth, you know, up and down battles we had with yep. him. Um, you know, that one that one definitely hits home for well, me. Because... Go ahead. No, Grant. go ahead. No, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's like memories like that with, you know, loved ones and friends and family. You don't get that kind of stuff. That's the spices for me. So it was, that was that was pretty awesome. Well, I really appreciate the information. I was not aware of that. So thanks for bringing that to my attention, Nico. And you have a good rest of the day. Okay, buddy? Hey, likewise, Grant. You take care, buddy. All right. You too, man. Good stuff right there. I was not aware of that. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. we got a lot of people that want to get on. So uh, I'm going to get to uh, all of you. Appreciate you hanging on. Matt, you're next. Hello, Matt. Hey, Grant. Hey, uh, I was actually going to piggyback off of what that guy just said about them doing a final send-off or whatever. I, I think it's kind of BS that they're doing it, in my opinion. I feel like we already had that deal on that night, you and Jerry. And I remember they had Scott Pollard on and Brad right. Miller was there and Bibby. Like, yep. That was the final send-off on that deal. They're just trying to relive old memories. Um, it just gets old, honestly. With what, I don't even know what they're actually trying to do. Do you know what they're actually trying to do? I think they're going to have one last game. Okay. I was, t well, that to me would be a huge mistake. They really are going to try to have a game in there? I, I thought so. No. Okay. Well, that would be a gigantic mistake, in my opinion, to have another game in there. That would be awful. Yeah. That, I'm That's sorry. I, I was not aware of that. If they're if they're going to play a game in there on March 19th, I'm totally against that. That 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 that's awful. That's terrible. And I could be. I don't want to spend <laughs> spread misinformation. I could be wrong on that. I just read the badge as it popped up. I didn't read the article. I just rolled my eyes at it, um, and that's what I I assumed. I mean, if it's a high that. school game or something like that, I'm fine. But or a tournament. But hey, Matt, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate no it. No problem. Yep. All right. Be good. I don't. I don't. I, I would say that's not. I would say that's not the case. If I had to guess, I, I can't imagine that being the case. All right. Let's get to uh, Jeff here on Listen App. Jeff, hit your mic, buddy. Hey. All right. Man, there you are. You? Hey, Jeff. Good man. What's going on? Oh, well, I, I listened to your uh, rant today, and uh, you know you're you're right on these doggone players and uh, the owners they 
they're just they shutting out all the restaurants and the, the employees, the ushers, the little guy, and of course yep. the fans. And I, I don't I don't think these guys give a rip. I mean the players, I mean they're not gonna get hurt. They're not gonna get hurt, so they don't care. It's terrible. You know? Yeah. And my 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 greatest memory, and I've told you this before, Varco, is when you took the time to meet my daughter Jennifer down at the the court. She won a, a contest uh, for the Queen. Uh, she was in high school, Marysville High School, and and we got to come up, we got to come up to the game, and uh, and uh, you you took time to meet her, and and then uh, what I thought was pretty crazy was sitting down there at courtside seeing how huge it was the lakers and kings and shaq was just a monster oh yeah yeah when you see players like that up close you get a whole different perspective that's for sure yeah i mean i couldn't believe how huge he was (laughs) now he's a big man well jeff listen i appreciate you calling you have a good day okay all right thank you grant all right take care all right let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on listen app and we're going to chime in with marty hello marty hey grant how you doing good marty what's happening today uh, i just wanted to shed some light on that arco situation i brought up yeah. the article um, uh, so it looks like on the 19th all they're going to be doing is just a opportunity for a dj some food trucks and a photo op just to go through the arena and say goodbye to it, it does not look like there's going to be a game there okay i didn't think so i don't think the nba would allow a game there first of all i don't even think it would be safe to have a game there uh so that's fine i, I that's a good idea like with food trucks a dj for people that want to go and see it for the last time i think that's actually a good idea i think so too but if i'm going to be honest if the six-man statue isn't brought from arco to golden one center i think that's a shame right there i agree with you it needs to yeah that's it Thank you for your time. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, clarification there. I, I agree with you about the six-man statue. Absolutely. It should be. No question about it. No question about it. All right, if you want to be next, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and I will be more than happy to put you right on. Again, tomorrow, for those of you that are just joining us, 3 o'clock right here on Listen App, and then at 4.30, I'm going to move over to No Filter Network to do my podcast live, and you'll be able to join me. It's interactive. All you got to do is go to nofilter.net, or you can follow me on my Twitter account at Grant Napier Show, and I'll put the link out there, and you can just click on. It's a lot of fun. Again, if you want to come on with me, that's tomorrow. No Filter Network. Nofilter.net. Net. In the meantime, we've talked a little bit about the baseball scenario. We've talked about some of the quotes from the NFL Combine, Kings and Pelicans tonight from New Orleans. And then the Kings will still play San Antonio on this trip. Uh, They beat Oklahoma City, which, you know, again, I keep on talking about this. At this point in the season, you just got to be realistic. And real reality is you want the best possible draft pick you can get. I'm not saying you go out and intentionally lose because the players don't do that. But, I mean, to me, if you're a real Kings fan, I'd be rooting for the team to lose tonight. I'd be rooting for them to lose every single game the rest of the way with 19 games left. I really would. I really would. That's You want to get good someday? 
gives you a better chance. Gives you the best chance. That's how you do it. I know a lot of fans don't like to hear that, but that's just being realistic. It's being realistic. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well, Grant. Hey, uh, you're getting way too much love on this app. I feel like we need to find a, a heel to, to all, the, <laughs> all the stuff you got going on here. It's Bring it, man. Too much Bring it. Going around. I agree with you, man. You can you can say something bad about me if you want. No. Well, I will say I see I I disagree 100 percent, and that's why I jumped on. I disagree 100 percent with wanting to lose every game. And the okay. reason I disagree is because not only is the city of Sacramento, I don't live there anymore. I live in Boise, but the city right. of Sacramento and that team are so used to losing that something's got to change. And I correct me if I'm wrong. Going into a new season, is that an, you take everything, you still take everything from the previous season, especially no. if the, you don't think so? No, never momentum you don't ever it doesn't matter whether you win 20 in a row or lose 20 in a row going into the offseason it never carries over i've always thought that's a bunch of nonsense means nothing absolutely not because because you're going to have a lot of new players on the team uh you may have a new coach nothing that happened in the previous season is going to mean a damn thing when you start training camp in september not going to mean anything okay then the next question i'm going to ask you is the thing that has flooded my twitter timeline is everybody saying New coach, new coach, new coach. Look, I, what is the over? I mean, what what is the plus minus on wins for having a good coach versus a bad coach? Is it really? Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I don't know what else. Look at just this year alone. You've had two former NBA coaches, Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry, and you've had the exact same result. The problem with the Kings is not coaching. I, I've said that year after year after year. The problem with the Kings is not coaching. So how do we get it through the it, the it's the Sacramento pundits like I follow a bunch of them on Twitter and every single one new coach new coach new coach and they just in, I feel like they're infecting all of the fans minds to thinking that that's going to solve a problem when it clearly is not. And well, if it's it okay, then, then 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 you should respond to those pundits. List all the coaches that the Kings have had, and they still have never won forty games with all of those coaches. So you then have to ask yourself: Wait a minute, are all the coaches really that bad, or is there another reason? And we know what the answer to that question is. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and that was the point that got brought up in what I saw today. Is it specifically said? Why okay, does everybody but, bring up? Why does everybody bring up trading Fox when we could just get a new coach? <laughs> like because the coach is on the floor running plays. Let me ask you something, because you said, you know, about the Sacramento and winning and everything. Don't you, you understand? And I, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be, you know, mean. I'm just saying this as a, a point of uh, just conversation. In order to become good in the NBA, you need good players. Your chance of getting a good player in the draft is better if you have one of the top four picks than if you have a pick between 10 and 14. Now, that's not always the case. Two years ago, the Kings got Tyrese Halliburton at 12, and he clearly is one of the very best players from that draft. But that doesn't happen every year. Your best chance to get a John Morant like Memphis did is to get one of the top picks. And if you do, that is the best way for a franchise like Sacramento to have success because Jeff, you're not going to get the top-tier free agents to come play in Sacramento. So you have to get lucky and draft them. Well, 
I told you this yesterday. I'm a nerd, so now I have to go look at the statistics and see uh, which uh, which picks become the which picks become all stars the most. And I will do that because I can't help myself. I appreciate. Well, go ahead. You can. I appreciate you, the homework. Yeah, well, listen, you can go right ahead. Now, you're going to find some guys in the second. Look, Nikola Jokic was a second-round pick. How did that work out? No, that's why you said – that's why I say statistics. Like, there's, right. you said it You said it, You said said it. it right. You said you're more likely. And so that's why I want to look because I, I really want to see, hey, are your top four picks every year actually the ones that become all-stars the most at, on, a, on, a, on a percentage basis? Because I would say absolutely. And, I would say absolutely. Right, then – then I will. See. I would say absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Grant. Hey, you have a good one. Take care. Appreciate it. I'll answer the question this way. All right. The draft is in June. I'm going to have Matt as a general manager. And because I'm in charge, I'm going to go, Matt, I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to have some fun here. I'm going to give you the fourth pick in the draft or I'm going to give you the 10th pick in the draft. Which one do you want, Matt? Do you want the fourth pick or do you want the 10th pick? Is there anyone alive that would take the 10th pick in the draft over the fourth pick? Just asking, right? So, you know, again, it goes down to common sense here. I think if you're the, if you're a true Kings fan, your best chance of getting out of the doldrums is getting a special player in the draft. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just, that's it. Jerry, you're on with Grant Napier. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Grant. Hey, listen. So uh, basically, I just want to chime in and say I've been on board with basically losing every game since our first loss against San Antonio. I kind of already knew it was going to be a dead season from that. And going back to uh, what the other guy said before, um, I mean, you got to understand, like, really small market teams like us, you know, we got to build through the draft. I mean, look at what Oklahoma City's doing. They're stacking yes. up first-round picks. And, I mean, well, and then – 
uh, let's look at Philly, for example, like the process of what they were doing. They were bad for so long. They stacked up on a couple of guys. They had Ben Simmons. They had Joel Embiid, both drafted. Um, I mean, unless, unless you're a big market team like L.A., you're not going to have free agents. And, you know, like LeBron's not going to come over here anytime soon. So our only hope really is, is building through the draft and either getting lucky with the ping pong balls or maybe hitting a prospect at like, you know, number 10. But, I mean, it's, it's just pretty hard. You, you, if, if you're if you're realistic, you ha- you want to lose every game right now. So, I mean, I know I'm reiterating on what you're saying right now. But, I mean, that's just the fact. I mean, it sucks, but you're going to have to, like, really just swallow the hard pill, you know, and, and have, like, a really bad season here or there. I know it's, sure. it's going to be 16 years right now, but, you know, consistently picking at, what, seven, eight, nine, it, it hasn't really worked out for us. I mean, I did take a look at our past draft picks since, what, like, since we started making uh, – or, I'm sorry, stopped making playoffs in 2006 and what. So, I think we hit – well, I mean, I don't know if you want to count as a hit with Tyreek Evans, but he kind of deflated after his rookie year. Right. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins and then uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, other than trading for Bogey, but that was with the Papillonis yep. pick as well in that draft. Yep. But anyway, um, so what I'm trying to say, just reiterating, it's a good thing to lose right now. We have nothing to gain right now. Um, the only thing I would say within the next couple of years is – the only difference right now is where I would be rooting for more wins within the next couple of seasons is Sabonis's contract. I mean, he's not going to want to stay on a team that's going to win mid thirty wins, high twenty wins. So it's that's why be tough. that's what like, that's and that's why you have to lose now so you can get another really good player so that he wants to stay here. So that's your your best chance of appeasing Sabonis is to get a good draft pick, draft a good player. Uh, you know, I was speaking with a very well-respected NBA guy a couple of days ago, and he made a great point to me, and I hadn't thought about this. He says in order for the Kings to be really good, De'Aaron Fox has to be your third best player. Yeah, no, I agree right there. And I was also looking at the list of free agents for uh, for next season, I guess going into the 2022-2023 season. Yep. Um, I mean, our realistic options, I mean, unless we're willing to give like Miles Bridges the max and you know, Charlotte doesn't match that because I know, you know, they got a load on their team right now. They're going to have to get rid of a couple guys, though, but I just I don't see Miles moving. I mean, I think that's a realistic option. I saw like guys like Kyle Anderson, but I mean, at the same time, it's not going to be a needle mover. No. Um, so there, I don't you know what I mean? So it's like, it, yeah, I, I honestly don't get how you're going to fix it regardless. You know, unless you're going to make a high or a hit pick in the draft, it, it's, you know, in order to keep Sabonis here, because if you're going to kind of move on with the same team this year, Maybe, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, you're going to, you have Harrison Barnes you can't. for, you know, just next year. Yep. Um, and you're expecting to trade him probably because he's going to be expiring and he's more useful on a, more of a championship team. I mean, it, it's kind of tough with that situation. So we're giving up talent with that. But I mean, um, it, it's going to be tough. Like, we're going to have to hit in the draft. It's going to be really hard. I mean, personally, I mean, if I were to make a prediction, I you know, I don't see Sabonis staying after the next couple of years. It's just been a bad habit of, you know, consistently hitting like around low 30s, high 20 wins. I don't see one guy, you know, obviously Sabonis is still doing well, but I mean, he's not going to be the guy who's going to get us up to like, you know, 45, 46 no. wins. No, yeah, I mean, so, look I mean, at what, look at, hey, listen, he, he, he was on Indiana and they're worse than the Kings are. So you're right. He needs help. He's a forward. You're 100% correct too because you look at indiana's roster and besides the injuries with Mal- uh, malcolm brogdon and 
Miles Turner, like they were kind of the kings of the East for a little bit, other than like make it playoff for a couple of years though. But I mean, you saw the talent they had and they're just, they were just doing as just bad as us. And then, you know, those him and Turner weren't really meshing in the front court. Brogdon always got consistently hurt. Uh, I mean, they kind of have the right idea of like, you know, they're probably gonna end up trading Brogdon. I don't know what they're gonna do with Turner, but I mean, they're gonna probably like do this similar thing and kind of go young, blow it all up again. Cause they know, you know, as a smaller market team, it, it's, it's not going to work. And I know, like, I did speak to some fans in Indiana. I'm like, hey, look, like, this trade's really going to benefit you. And then, obviously, they're seeing what Tyrese is doing. Even Buddy Heald's, you know, improved a whole lot on the other, you know, going yep. to Indiana. But, I mean, like I said, my main point is, you know, we we unfortunately just got to bite the bullet. We got to lose games. Yes. And, and it's not going to get better until, you know, until we maybe hit, in, like, in a nice, you know, one to five range, hopefully. But, I don't know. We'll see. We just got to play it out. I'm rooting for a loss every game. It sucks, but you know, it's it's what I've been. Well, you know what? You you got 19 well. game. You got you got 19 games left. I mean, at this point, what the hell difference does it make? Seriously, I really mean that. What difference does it make? You know, if if you were one or two games out of 10, I would say no. But you're four games out, and you have three teams ahead of you. So it's just not realistic. It's not realistic. Yeah, and you know, I I mean, I'm, personally, I believe the Pelicans are going to take that 10th spot. I think CJ McCollum has made a good impact on that team. I agree. Um, yeah, and then obviously you got Brandon Ingram back healthy and Jonas Valanciunas. So I mean, you yep. know, with Portland, you know, obviously Portland not having Damian Lillard, they're led by uh, what Anthony Simons and Josh Hart and and now Nurkic is and now Nurkic yeah, is Nurkic hurt. Is, yeah, yep, so yeah, yep. so yeah. I mean, you know, they're going to drop off and. I mean, I could see you in a way where we can, like, battle for, like, a better position in the draft. And, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be really disappointing if we if we do kind of go on, like, a little bit of a stretch. But I did see our schedule. Other than, like, playing Houston twice in a row, right. tonight's going to be, you know, an interesting night just because, you know, uh, we're battling for that type of position. But, you know, I think we're going to lose tonight. I mean, I've been seeing the way New Orleans has been playing. They've been playing a lot better ever since the trade. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, competing with guys like you know, teams like San Antonio and Portland and, you know, even Indiana in the East, it, it's going to be really imperative to, to lose these games. And, you know, I know it's a big negative, but it's just the way it is. A small market, you got to you got to build in the draft. So, but, you know, I appreciate the time as always, Grant. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, Jerry, it's my pleasure. You have a good evening. OK, thanks very much. You too. Thank you. It's a good call right there. Really been a good show today. Really good calls. Uh, I appreciate everybody uh, chiming in today. Been really good. Really good calls. Really, really good calls. Uh, tomorrow, again, busy day for me. So here's the deal. 2 o'clock Pacific, no filter network with Sean Salisbury. All right? And then at 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Listen App. So we'll go an hour, whatever, you know, however long you want to go. And then... At 4.30 Pacific, I'm going to be on No Filter again, and I'm going to be doing my podcast live. So, you know, it's not really that much different than what I'm doing right now, except for it's a video format. And you'll be able to come on. It's very interactive. It's a lot of fun. And I think you'll enjoy it. All right. So check it out. That's coming up tomorrow. Busy day. 2 Pacific, 3 Pacific, 4.30 Pacific. A Grant Napier Overload. But you know what? You get a break because at the first show, you'll hear a lot more of Sean Salisbury than me because I want to hear more from Sean than me. I love that. I mean, Sean's awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. All right. So, hey, 
I really appreciate the phone calls today. This is the type of show that I want. Okay. I don't want to just talk for an hour or two hours. I want to hear from you. We had some really, really good calls today. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Busy day. Have a good rest of the day. And thank you so much for listening here on Listen App. Grant Napier saying so long. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.